don't have enough time to sit down and read all the best Bitcoin articles? Well, let us read them for you. This is a Crypto Economy Quick Read. Check, check, one, two. Let's do this. All right, welcome back to the Crypto Economy Podcast. We have got a fun one today. Uh, officially, all the main Lightning Network implementations, that is C Lightning, uh, Eclair by Async, and then LND by Lightning Labs, uh, C Lightning being the one by Blockstream, are now all in beta. And that is uh, as of yesterday with Blockstream's announcement of C-Lightning 0.6. This is written by Christian Decker and Rusty Russell. Um, And uh, we are actually going to read this right off the Blockstream.com blog. So this is again titled, Announcing C-Lightning 0.6. The long wait is over. We, the C-Lightning team, are excited to announce the 0.6 release of C-Lightning, an important milestone for the project. This complete rewrite of the previous implementation is the first fully specification-compliant release of C-Lightning. It migrates away from the protocol used while designing the specification and toward a new architecture that is modular and extensible to better adapt to your needs and your infrastructure. Lightning Network Growth Statistics Today also marks an important day in the growth and development of the Lightning Network. All three of the Lightning implementations, Eclair, LND, and C-Lightning, are now in beta. Since the introduction of the Blockstream store in January, the Lightning Network has grown tremendously. Around the announcement of the Blockstream store, the Lightning Network had a total of 46 open channels and 0.682 Bitcoin in capacity. Today, there are roughly 7,800 open channels with 26 Bitcoin of capacity. That is a 16,856% increase in channels and a 4,084% increase in channel capacity in six months. New features. While there are far too many new features in the .6 release to list, the following are the most interesting and impactful. Lightweight nodes. Previous releases required a full Bitcoin D node running alongside C Lightning to provide access to the Bitcoin network. This release still requires the Bitcoin CLI utility to be present, but it can now talk to remote nodes as well, including some lightweight nodes such as S-Pruned. This makes it possible to run a C-Lightning node on Raspberry Pis, as well as other low-powered devices. The Gossip Protocol has been updated to use a more lightweight bandwidth mechanism that asks for specific information rather than exchanging full network views as the previous release did. This is particularly important for low-powered and mobile devices that would otherwise spend a lot of bandwidth and energy downloading and verifying information that they already have. API Stability 
The C Lightning JSON RPC interface and supporting libraries have been redesigned in order to minimize changes in future releases. This API stability should make it easy for other projects to build on top of C Lightning because we will support this version of the API for the foreseeable future, maintaining backward compatibility should we introduce any changes. Wallet and Sync Sea Lightning now includes a full-fledged wallet that manages both on-chain and off-chain funds. There is no more raw transaction handling. All funds are automatically tracked and returned to the internal wallet as soon as possible, with no user interaction required. In addition, the blockchain tracking now maintains an internal view of the blockchain, ending long blockchain rescans. Tor support. Sea Lightning now supports connecting to nodes over the Tor network, auto-registering as a hidden service, and accepting incoming connections over Tor. The payment logic has undergone a major overhaul to support automatic retries for routing failures, randomization of route selection, and better feedback about the current state of a payment. And, as always, performance, performance, performance. Flexibility through modularity. The C-Lightning architecture is based on a number of independent communicating processes, each with its own responsibilities. This allows better integration into your infrastructure and better adaptation to your needs. Two daemons that are global for all channels, GossipD and HSMD, are of particular note because of their modular design. GossipD manages a local view of the network and is tasked with finding a path from the source of a payment to its destination. The default implementation attempts to find a route with reasonable trade-offs between fees, timeouts, and stability. It also obfuscates the route by selecting randomly among a number of candidate routes and tweaking the amounts and timeouts in order to conceal the endpoints of a payment. The default implementation can easily be switched out if you have particular routing requirements or want to enforce a specific routing policy, such as always selecting the route with the lowest timeouts or the lowest fees. HSMD manages all operations that touch cryptographic materials and controls the funds in the channel. It is the sole subsystem that has access to the node's private key. This means that other subsystems do not hold any private information and must communicate with the HSMD daemon to sign or decrypt anything. Centralizing the cryptographic operations in this manner reduces the surface that needs to be secured and opens up a number of interesting applications. While the default HSMD implementation already provides good security through process separation, and the ability to further secure it via OS-level security, for example, SE Linux and AppArmor, it can be easily replaced with an implementation that talks to a physical HSM. Replacing the HSMD implementation, furthermore, allows headless operation, for example, running a C Lightning node at home with a paired mobile app managing the private keys and initiating payments or creating invoices. This separation of Sea Lightning functionality into multiple daemons is not only a big improvement in flexibility, but also a robust improvement to node security, 
as it ensures that an attacker cannot directly interface with anything that touches the private keys. Each subsystem independently verifies the consistency of the internal state, disconnecting a peer and killing its process if any inconsistency is detected. The multi-daemon architecture also enables the use of Docker, SE Linux, and AppArmor to lock down what information each daemon can access and what actions they can perform. What's next? Our work with C-Lightning is far from done. We are constantly working on features and enhancements, as well as improvements to performance, stability, and usability. Didn't find your favorite feature? Have some feedback that might be helpful? Why not file an issue on GitHub, drop us a line on the mailing list, or contact us on IRC? In parallel, we are also contributing to the advancement of the Lightning specification itself and are actively researching what the next iteration of the protocol could look like through initiatives like our L2 proposal and upstream Bitcoin proposals such as SIGHASH No Input. We'd like to thank the many contributors who have not only contributed code to see Lightning, but also those who were hashtag reckless enough to test and give feedback about what works and what could be improved. And finally, we'd like to thank the other Lightning Network teams, Async and Lightning Labs, as well as all individual contributors that pitched in to make the Lightning Network community such a pleasant, collaborative, and open environment. And there we have it. That was from Blockstream.com announcing C-Lightning 0.6 by Christian Decker and Rusty Russell. That This is so exciting. There's so many new developments and stuff. I mean, this has been a constant stream of stuff. And uh, uh, the improvements to routing in particular are such a big deal because... Uh, um, just because that's one of the biggest data hurdles that the Lightning Network has to overcome because any you know node having to keep an entire image of the um, Lightning Network state, of the state of the entire network, is heavy on RAM and bandwidth. And the many improvements that have come to decreasing the amount of data necessary and all the routing hints and the fact that now we have so many private channels and private nodes out on the network is really exciting too because technically, I mean, if you look at the explorers from different areas, the network actually looks a little bit different. Everybody kind of has a different picture of the Lightning Network at this point. And that's really cool to see some of its privacy aspects actually coming into reality and the fact that you can have routes that just aren't even visible but still usable on the network. So that's another major improvement that I think is particularly in the the what needs to be prioritized most right now um, because routing really is, I mean, just as they said, performance, performance, performance. This thing needs to work flawlessly. It needs to be a headache as rarely as humanly or programmatically possible. And then the modularity um, aspect, I think, will be huge for security because it's really important to have like serious isolation between whatever is handling your keys and signing transactions with anything that's talking to the internet and um, coming up with routes and accepting input from, you know, certain ports and all that good stuff. So 
Um, I think that's another major improvement, and the fact that it might be easily adaptable to like a hardware or a second client type security model um, is really exciting. Um, I kind of had this thought experiment uh, not too long ago of, is there a way to create a key scheme that uh, where if the balances of the left and right, like let's say you're routing from your the channel in your left hand to the channel in your right hand, and uh, you're routing somebody else's payment, well, after the payment is routed and before the payment is routed, the balance should pretty much be the exact same or higher with just a fee. And so is there a way to actually allow a key to sign transactions when the balance is exactly the same and or just higher while you're away from the computer, but then require a different set of keys or a second factor of some sort in order to um, decrease the um, overall balance of a set of channels. Um, so and I guess that there would be, I don't even know how you would do that. I don't know if it's possible. And you may actually have to change the lightning contract or, or maybe it could be done with a key scheme that's like, for creating the keys you use to start up each channel. So that rather than using a single key in a wallet, you use like um, hierarchically deterministic keys for each channel so that each channel has a set of built-in key limitations. And I don't know, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just talking out of my ass now. If somebody knows uh, better than I do and thinks they can come up with something, I would love to chat with somebody about it because it sounds like a really fun thought experiment. And maybe, maybe it's possible, maybe it's just bullshit. Uh, but yeah, so the that modularity there and the fact that you can outsource to a physical de device is really cool. Um, we've got, and of course, oh, of course, we've got L2 and SigHash no input. I'm still putting together my um, uh, article that um, one of the 13 I'm working on right now. So stupid. Um, I should finish one before I start a new one. But uh, the uh, still trying to translate the L2 to make it simple to understand and sig hash no input because I think those will be major improvements to lightning uh, it's really cool that like because one of the biggest drawbacks to lightning right now is making a mistake or having a node crash because of the punishment clause in the contract um, and if 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 you're late to the show and you don't know what I'm talking about uh, 47 48 49 and 50 those episodes are all breaking down and I try to re-explain and um, simplify how the Lightning Network contract works. Um, and hopefully I can do the same thing with L2. It's just taking me some time. But uh, uh, I encourage you to listen to those if you have not. They're really good episodes. Um, and uh, But with the contract, because of the punishment clause, let's say your node crashes in the middle of trying to do a backup of the current state and you have state 99, whereas your partner is on state 100. Well, if you boot your stuff back up and broadcast state 99, you've got a problem. You immediately look, look like a cheater, and they now have the keys to your channel, and they can just wipe your channel out. Um, and that's not good. That's not good that somebody who makes a mistake or has a hardware failure is treated like a... is punished like a cheater. Um... But uh, right now, that's really the only sensible way to defend the contract because you have to, a cheater cannot get away with cheating. You know, there needs to be some sort of a failsafe. But with L2, the cool thing is 
is that all you ever actually have to keep, like for, for Lightning right now, you actually have to keep the keys and IDs and some of the other information for every single state that your channel has ever been in um, with your backup because you don't know which one a tutor might broadcast. But with L2, each state invalidates the previous because the keys are hierarchically deterministic. They're derivatives. There's actually, oh God, I'm, I'm going too deep here. You know, we'll save it. We'll save it. I'll just, I'm really excited about L2 and um, uh, I'm still working on the article to uh, make that digestible. And honestly, I'm still working a lot of the details out in my mind because I don't want my analogy to paint the wrong picture. Because as I learned with, uh, I can't remember who the user was. Uh, if you're listening, thank you. I realized I had fallen into the old fallacy of Bitcoin addresses as um, uh, accounts, you know, quote unquote. So I actually had said on a previous episode of uh, my UTXO use would be better if I had everybody send donations to a single address versus a different address for every uh, episode. And, but then he came in and asked the questions like, wait, that doesn't, you know, quite make sense. Um, and I had kind of fallen into that assumption that, oh, I'm just referencing the one address where all that Bitcoin is, but that's not how it works. I'm referencing every input that gave the access of Bitcoin to those keys and sending it to a new output. Um, so it's really easy to get something very minor wrong that gives you a wrong picture of it. So I don't want to do that, um, particularly here when I still haven't quite worked it all out myself. But Regardless, I'm super excited about L2, and I think it's really, really awesome, and I want both myself and everybody else to understand it as easily as possible. All right, with that, let's go ahead and close this one here. I think we've covered everything that needs to be covered. Again, that was on Blockstream uh, blog. I will link to that as well as uh, some of the other material in the Twitter post. And, of course, uh, follow me. This is episode 99, guys. 99. That came so freaking fast. Um, I guess, you know, five episodes a week, sometimes six, that, that'll pretty much do it. Um, but we have episode 100 tomorrow. It is right around the corner and I'm really excited. I hope you guys are as excited about it as I am and, uh, got some announcements, uh, coming with the episode. So stay tuned. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes to make sure you get it the second it's out. Keep the refreshing the podcast feed and uh, follow me on Twitter at the Crypto Economy and Medium as well. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Oh, also, I will, of course, have the Bitcoin donation address on the um, uh, post and probably on Twitter as well. So if you would like to donate, please uh, support the show. That would be wonderful. I really, really appreciate it. In fact, I got another like 2 or $3 donation yesterday. And it makes me feel really good to you know check the address every once in a while and see a little bit more money in there because it it actually goes a really long way and got me my coffee this morning and I appreciate it you know it somebody bought me coffee and that doesn't happen very often and I like that so thank you so much and I will catch everybody tomorrow take it easy guys Thank you.